like to see most of the human race killed off because it is unworthy. It is unworthy of the gift of life. I don't care what society thinks. They're nothing anyway. They're no better than me. Until we hear the safe word, we will not stop. Have you ever thought what it would be like to see a person's head amputated? Think of things so horrible that the human mind cannot imagine them. See all this and more when you see on stage in person that crazy mix of the I like being set apart from people. I like to be hated. Safe word with Jason Rouse. Let's see how we are here. How do we feel about this? Because, uh, you know, I bet you, you were just on the flight here to Austin. You're like, oh, oh, can I just do some more podcasts? Oh, I'm down. I'm always down. No, I get it. You... To be honest, in my normal life, um, Oh, you have a normal life. Well, show it to me. Not I that. don't believe yeah, yeah, it. Exactly. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Ryan Long uh, here on the Safe Word Podcast, all the way from New York City. What's the What's the rouse safe word? Uh, two fingers or an elbow? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, I go the with, safe words keep going. I go banana. Yeah. Okay. I've only had to. Use, I've never used my safe word. Yeah, yeah. Banana, and you go. No, no, just one, not two. Yeah. <laughs> well, they Take come in out. a bunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does uh, feel like a gorilla's paw inside of you when you have more than one banana uh, inside your body. But um, you're not from Toronto. I'm from Ajax. That's right. Yeah. Uh, some 41 country. That's about as far as the hammer, right? Was that one of your local music uh, rivals in Ajax? They were, they were before us. They were the kind of generation before. Same age, though. No, no, no. They're older. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. They're older than me. Uh, like, they were popping off when I was in high school. What year did you graduate? I don't know what graduate, but I was born in 85. When you left high school? I don't I feel like that's weird. I, I know, you know, JJ, he always is like that. He'd be like, yeah, because oh, it was for... in 97, I did this. I, I feel like I can remember what age I am at things, but I can never ah, remember the year. Okay. I think of it in terms of myself, not the year. Yeah. But I guess would be 2000. You finished high school in 2000. That's when my Comedy Now special came out. Oh, yeah? In 2000. So you have a years attached to everything in your brain? Uh, Isn't it easier to just remember your age? Because the, the numbers resonate more than letters for me. Yeah, but they're both numbers. No, but I write them in my head. <laughs> yeah, you write numbers. your age as numbers and yeah. letters. Yeah, I, I, nice. uh, I remember things. It varies, though. I don't know. I have to look at years and dates, so I have at least some sort of rough filing cabinet of where I've been and what I've done. Yeah, I've but, traveled. But there was a there was a, a big pocket of bands that were getting popular from that area right before right before me was like again I was probably you know fifteen when this was happening, but it was some forty one, not by choice, mm -hmm. and then was there a band from Closet Monster. If you remember them. Uh, well, the band from uh, Ottawa, or, oh, sorry, Montreal. That uh, Simple Plan. Simple Plan. Yeah. Didn't something happen with them? I don't know what happened. Oh, I think he got me. He got me too, or something. Yeah. But like, yeah, but that was uh, they. They're like low key one of the biggest bands in the country. Yeah. Like I think you think of them as like, oh yeah, it was those bands like Simple Plan, Some Forty One. You're like, no, no, no. Some Sim Some Forty One does like rock clubs right now, and Simple Plan still does like multiple nights at an arena 
Like they're really? cra- they're crazy Are popular. They bigger than Billy Talent. This is all Way Canadian bigger. music you've never heard of before. Simple Plan. I think they would. Yeah. I think that's a perfect example. I think that Billy Talent, like in Sum Forty One, you'd be like, oh, those guys that had a few songs and they were popping. Whereas if you think of and Sum Forty One was pretty big, but like Simple Plan was like massive. Yeah, yeah. But you know who picked it? I'm just a kid and life is a nightmare. There were so many bands. And they, no one knows that they were French. People don't even know that. They wouldn't go to the shows if they did. No, and people would hate them if they knew how French they were. <laughs> <laughs> Names like Pierre and stuff. I know, I know. They were undercover Frenchies. Well, Billy Talents had none of that. those problems. No, exactly. I Are guess, you going to say something mean about my friends? Billy Talent? Yeah. No, I like Billy Talent. They're great. Yeah. I was in uh, Prague on vacation, and uh, I'm walking around with my girlfriend, and I go, that's my friend's band. They're opening for My Chemical Romance in yeah. Prague. I message Ian. I'm like, you're not going to believe this. Like, you guys, I'm on vacation. You guys are playing in town. And we watched them play at least 15,000 people. It was massive. Crazy. I almost cried, because I done shows with them at the gypsy co-op yeah four people you know didn't their drummer have like a he got like ms really bad right yeah aaron got uh, MS. Aaron, yeah. him and his wife used to uh i guess sneak into my shows at young at eglinton i guess really? he'd heard he told me years later he said i knew that you always had two comps under your name and I would go up, yeah, and he'd go up and get and get guest list, and uh, him and his uh, his wife, uh, and uh, then she became pregnant, and um, the band came off. I know how how old are you now? Thirty six. That seven. Thirty seven. Just turned, yeah. No babies. No. Good for you. I know, right? That's amazing. That's yeah. probably your biggest achievement during COVID was not could have eas- kids. There could easily have been one. Yeah, I know you're. Uh, you yeah, know, Lucy Goosey. <laughs> <laughs> I think anyone who, yeah, kind of was in a young popular it's band. It's me or telling you I know. that you're Lucy Goosey. I think I think I was Lucy Goosey, but you were probably more Lucy Goosey with the type of girls that was extra Lucy Goosey. Are you saying all the women I fucked are whores? I'm saying that they're Lucy. Yeah, I'm saying and they're Goosey. <laughs> I'm saying there's a little bit of goosiness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i well i've always you know you knew what it was like to be in a band dude i always think it's funny that like when i when i came to la like when i was pretty like young Judd into died, comedy, by the way i know a mutual friend of us yeah, yeah it's a crazy bummer um but i remember it, it was like the most rouse thing ever but when i met up with you in la we didn't really know each other no, really? not, we didn't know each other that well no no but you were always like helpful to everyone and i remember coming through la and you were kind of like like hit me up i'm we're we're going out or whatever and you brought me to this like bar that was already like the kind of thing that like felt like it was in a movie like girls naked on like swings and like all this do you remember that bar sinister it was great it was like <laughs> legit but it wasn't like a strip club it was no. something else yeah it was i've never seen before it was like, <laughs> everyone looked like you <laughs> Did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like super rock and roll, you know? It's a rock. I mean, I guess I've made you some degree. I only take offense to the fact that, because some of it's very geeked out, gothy stuff. Yeah, you're right. I think there's a touch of burlesque, but I thought it was pretty metal. It was metal. No, no, metal, but there's a lot of nerds that have associated themselves. You know all the outcast kids that go to Hot Topic? Okay. And they have that kind of thing, so... You were kind of like, oh, this is cool. And they're like, I'm going to adapt to this. This is going to be my Hollywood I was scene. like, this is wild that this cool, exists. Huh? Yeah. 
They do events there on It was Wednesdays. very L.A. Like, I felt like I was like... It was like, me and You LA. gave me, like, the proper L.A. underground experience. Yeah. That's how you want it, though. Exactly. I knew that you... We're leaving Canada for a reason. You yeah. wanted to see something a little cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, show me the good stuff. That was wild. Now, what happened? Like, because Jellystones, Jelly, what's the band called that you were in? Johnstones. The Johnstones. Why yeah. did I want to say Jellystones? Jellystones is cooler. I thought you had a, a Flintstone type of theme to the. Uh, you were yeah, Abba Dabba Doo. Jellystone Park. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what was the line of it? Like you just got tired of touring with a band and clearly it's a lot easier. That's a young man's game too. Yeah. And working with other people. It's a young man's game. And then on top of that, with with most bands, you're part of like a fad to some degree, right? Yeah. So It's generational. Yeah. There's not a lot of Pink Floyds or metallic well, like people, Yeah, no one wants to hear their new songs. I mean, no. th those bands, are you can get big enough that you can kind of like you essentially do it. You're like a tribute band playing your own songs, kind of, right? That's what the Rolling Stones <laughs> like, is, I, I mean, guess. You, you kind of are, because yeah. you're not like still a band making music. I mean, you can be, but no one cares. So you kind of, in a lot of ways, are just like a tribute band that plays your own songs, except for in rap. I, was I just feel gonna like say. they, a lot of those guys have made it work, I think because... A lot of times they get to, you know, they'll they'll collaborate with the younger guys or something like that. But if you think Stay like relevant. Eminem or something comes up with a new album, it does kind of still matter. Whereas, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's, no he's one a phenomenon. Yeah, he's but I think Kanye West or, you know, Jay-Z or all these people, the generation before them, probably not so much. Like, I think if, you know, Wu-Tang Clan came up with a new album, like, you they wouldn't just play really Toronto. care. Yeah, they like still. I'm sure they ago. can play shows yeah. and have big people. But so I think you're kind of part of a fad. So once that like moment's over, unless you were just like this big mainstream band, and then you kind of be like a Foo Fighters, just cranks out whatever like the hot you know radio sound is at that moment. Mm -hmm. You either ha have to change everything, and all your fans hate you, or you keep doing it, and people slowly start to not care. I remember that. <laughs> is that not a good accurate description? Yeah, because it, it's. The school is constantly changing. People are flipping it over, end over end, and remixing it and repackaging it. Like you, repackaging what? Music and art. Of course, yeah. It seems like most of the mainstream artists are parodied of things that I grew up with. Right. The, everything from the fashion to uh, the attitudes and stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't, uh, you know, what was the last concert you went to? The only, know what I do go to concert wise because I don't go to big concerts. Like I wouldn't go to see someone at you know Mass Square Gardens or big or unless it's like a buddy. Floor. Yeah, floor but, seats. No, I wouldn't do. I, I just like don't do that almost ever. Yeah. But um, what I do go to is like in New York, I go to jazz a lot. Yeah. I do that like probably ten times a year. Yeah, have a nice drink. Yeah. Is this a solo? thing or do you go with somebody a girl yeah so it's a date yeah right? go on. I, but yeah yeah but i do that like a lot that's like that in movies but i'll go to like i'll go to Are when, you it, me you when some legendary guys in town to me i it's more of like a vibe thing so yeah. i think at first when i was when i stopped kind of doing music there was some degree of 
Like, I just don't want to be around it. You know what I mean? Like, I left. Like You've I, been overexposed. Yeah, I kind of stopped it, and I was like... So now it's like... I went back to Toronto. I went to my friend Il Scarlet's show. Like, I'll go to my friend's shows and yeah. stuff like that, but as far as, like, going to watch a band, I almost, like, don't enjoy it because it's more just, like, I'm so... Like when I quit something, I quit it. Yeah, it's almost like going to hang out with your ex girlfriend to some degree. No, I. I more, so I think that's why jazz to me it's like it's more of a vibe. Of you're course. like I kind of feel especially you in New York, your you're like this is tied. cool. Like you've given yourself up to the performance, opposed to being jacked up ab about the performance. You you have so much chaos in your life. You just want to chill the fuck out. I think that's it, and <laughs> I like it. You're like this is cool. Yeah. Yeah, or like in a cool funk band or something where it's it's like a cool band but not necessarily famous. Sometimes it'll be, you know, in his little scene, it'll be kind of, oh, this guy's popping, he's coming through. Yeah. And it's interesting, sometimes you go to a lot of these places, like New Orleans to me, like that's super cool. Yeah. And a lot of those musicians do the same thing comics do where they, they'll play like three spots that night. Oh yeah, I heard they come used rolling to do that. around with their trumpet to the four different, you know, spots to go it's play. It's expensive to live in New York. Yeah, you got to carry your trumpet to a few spots. You do. You need all three of those shows to make it worthwhile for the night. Uh huh. Do you know, like, you, it's hard to probably go watch comedy without studying it. Like, it's hard to just go and as a comedian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that to some degree by watching a band. Like, it's hard for me to ever uh, remove my remove out of that. Okay, you but I do stare feel at like the drummer. Yeah, I stare at the drummer. I think about like. <laughs> Oh, you know, is this like uh, what moves they're making? And yeah. like, I, I just like analyze it the way you and I also probably like analyze comedy. But with, mm -hmm. uh, I feel like when you're watching jazz, it's more, I watch it as someone who I feel like isn't part of it, where I go be, I'll be, someone will come on and I'm like, oh, do you think this guy's like one of the new happening guys in the scene? Yeah. Or do you think this is, and then you'll be like, oh, this is like the old legend that kind of kicks around the scene and everyone respects him. But I, I kind of put my narrative together while oh, I'm watching it. Oh, you're naming these guys in your head. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, yeah. Jobs. That guy's got two kids. He yeah. has two doors. Yeah, yeah. Now, because of <laughs> This jazz, guy has a part-time job. Oh, this is the guy that's a banker, but he like, they low-key respect him because he's so good. Do you think that the jazz is, uh, because it's very improvised and unpredictable, that uh, you you can give yourself up to it? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. You know, you know how songs are written. You Here comes the chorus. Yep. Da, 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 da. There's a time, signatures, the, the melodies. The, all, I'm just rambling about what I think I, music is. No, you're good. right. But uh, uh, when someone's doing a improvised guitar lick... Uh, your your uh, curiosity is perked because you don't know where he's gonna go, and neither does he. You you nailed it when you said you can give yourself up to it. Yeah, that's what it is. You can honestly j just kind of be, and then there is something about the like coolness of these cool. grime. It's kind of like when you brought me to that bar. I was just like, well, what is this? Yeah, the like jazz places. There's this cool vibe of like. Oh, that's probably what it was like in the 60s when it was popping, you know? And that's the thing is everyone in that bar is on the same page. They come for the same nostalgia. Yeah. And all of it. They nostalgia want... of something that I wasn't there for in yeah. the first place. But the players are so authentic and killers. Yeah. That you are like, you're really... You know what else? Past. I always think it, it kind of reminds me of comedy, which is very cool and few things have this, um, is that jazz, like way more so than any other music and comedy has this 
whatever like a comedy club has you know the guy who's been to jail then the nerdy university kids that guy yeah you know what i mean all these different people that are would not be friends in any other scenario yeah jazz has that too where it's half of it is like kind of you know it's like a lot of like a lot of like black church guys that's yeah. a huge like a lot of the drummers were you know church drummers or the, key, the singers the piano players a yeah. church guy yeah. and then it's you know kind of the the university kids that uh have the plaid jacket on and the, the nerdy drummers yeah the nerdy yeah. white university kids then you have players yeah, yeah 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 then you have like some like cool like kind of hood black guys and then you have some like rock and roll white guys and then you have like some people that are you know like legitimately like yeah works at a bank or accountant yeah. or something but he he also still like some the dentist who's still low-key this like virtuoso guitar player yeah, never talks in the green room yeah and but there, yeah and there'd be no like why would these people be friends other than they all do this one thing yeah. and to me that's cool too and not many like music doesn't have that because if you know the punk music's all people that look a certain way and f generally from the same kind of upbringing whatever right i think comedy's the most inclusive art form of course it is ever yeah right so what other scene has so many different types of people that are all together is we know that the, we know these different types the outside world is making flip judgments on the way we look and assuming that we all share the same ideas and that's not true yeah <laughs> no you share the same maybe like ideas on comedy yeah that's it. Yeah, yeah that's it that's the ultimate line is who's the funniest fucking guy i know and everyone goes david tell and then we all walk out of the room <laughs> totally yeah i really don't yeah. think yeah everyone, everyone that's uh he's like the guy in isn't York. he the yeah. best yeah he's Fuck, the best. i love that guy he's playing at cap city i, I see him a lot because i do the seller so i uh, see him a lot i almost and i see him do like wacky stuff which is very cool like he goes on he always not always but like he lot often goes on last on yeah. shows and then you know brings the host up with him and talks shit then he he plays the flute, like, does he you know? play the flute? yeah he does all this crazy stuff <laughs> yeah it's, it's like super cool it does that's a seller to me kind of has a vibe of uh like that where you sometimes you'll be there and you'll be like this is cool like this is yeah. kind of like a moment the and, store's like that yeah yeah the store is like that where you're like oh i'm part of like a kind of a cool moment yeah and, history or whatever yeah well because they it does feel like that most of the times i never feel like that that's one of the only places that sometimes i am like this is cool yes and especially when you're you know when you walk into the cellar on that the restaurant level part of the bar part of it yeah uh it's like there's nowhere for you to hide yet everything is right in front of you yeah like i you're know like, oh shit oh shit oh shit and then you gotta go down that narrow staircase. It's a fire hazard with some of the cooler <laughs> shit in it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. But uh, what are some of your favorite spots besides jazz clubs in New York? Actually, I'm gonna pause. It's the there. only other thing I do. I don't do anything, dude. No, I know. And that's what people yeah. are like. What do you do? And I go nothing. <laughs> Leave me alone. Yeah. Stay away, dude. I make videos and do. Podcasts. That's what you're saying. Like, oh, you're sick of podcasts. I don't. I, I what I said was when I'm on tour in a different city. I'll do as many things, but when I'm home and I have like a busy ass schedule, then, you know, slotting in the podcast at 2 a.m. or 2 p.m. is like fucks up your day. Yeah. And also the fact that, uh, you know, uh, Canada, what was, uh, I was leading up to the band part, but you started working for much. 
I only yeah I did the, I just did the one episode of video on trial and then it shut no, down. No, but you had a series of something. Weren't you doing a repeating? I did a I did a, a a show at Rogers and then I did a comedy show at Bite TV. Okay, like a half hour yeah. show, like messing with people on the street stuff, like I do okay. now. And then I did uh, two different digital series at CBC. And the streeter stuff that you were doing, we're talking. 10 years ago i've been doing that since i was like 15 so exactly. i've been doing that for a really yeah. long time tom green made an impression on all of us he, he yeah he did he, he he kind of uh every person that does that kind of stuff that's around you know our age he yeah. was the guy and i know you yeah he's the best and he like brought me on tour and stuff and i know your buddies with him but uh, i always think it is kind of funny i'll have this with other people even like I tell like I wasn't so into comedy when he was popping up, but there's other people that that I always thought was really funny that he's their biggest influence. So I yeah. might be like one generation removed to that, and I'll yeah. I'll see that you, you can see that with even because almost like I'm sure there's people that would watch stuff that I do and like it, and then maybe like no, you know not really get the Tom Green stuff, and you're just like. Well, yeah, because like we all like basically copied him, and then you kind of add your thing to it. Yeah, the same way that everyone does that with a tell. But if you only see the new generation, then the the one before, like how many people probably that are like you, you, on the internet right now that would watch like Tim and Eric, and that would feel super dated. But they'll love the guy that is basically oh, doing yeah, the new. Yeah, 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 like yeah. so many people probably love Eric Andre's show. Yeah, and then they'll watch Tim and Eric, and they're like, ah, this moves a little slow watch for me. Steve Martin. Yeah, it, it, and then there's the before that Steve Martin. Yeah. So there's always the one before, yeah. and then the yeah. So there's, it's kind of interesting that no one looks back. I have a, a you really don't. grasp of of like because the culture just keeps moving. It always keeps moving, and then you'll be the thing <sighs> that scared me. It does move, doesn't it? always it? keeps moving, yeah. yeah. So that's why, like, to some degree, I have a philosophy of, like, doing things for, like, a certain amount of time and then oh, yeah, well, retiring and starting something new because trying to always update the current thing, it, it doesn't work because you'll never be as good. You're better off just starting from that new thing in the spot. 100%. And that is a hard pill to swallow for Super hard, yeah. Some people, they'll kick and scream all the way out the door and go, cut that hand off. Because you have too much work. baggage, yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, it's like the person who starts a company to solve, you know, a problem that exists right now as a person that has the other company that they're trying to transition into that space, mm -hmm. right? It's like so much easier from scratch. So that's cool with YouTube and podcasting. You'd be like, if the thing you're doing is starting to sort of, you know, feel a little dated, you can just stop and start Hot. a new thing. Yeah. yeah. You literally can jump into like all the social media uh, platforms or frequencies and Every platform has a, a list of rules and has a it has a, a pacing. Yeah, and uh, um, the way it's being fed to you. Look, YouTube's very different from TikTok. some of it's technical too. Some of yeah. it's not even the stuff you're talking about. Like, you know, there's a on the internet if you're doing like doc style stuff. The Office started doing kind of crash zooms, like you know, kind of moving slow, and then everyone started doing that. And if you do locked off camera shots for sketches. Like it'll feel, you know, like a, your grandfather made it right now. It's and overproduced, it's, right? So because every, the turnover is so quick. Yeah. So, but there is certain things like that where people are like, "Well, why do you, why do you like do that?" Just because everyone else does it, and you're like, the answers to some degree is like you have no choice because once it becomes the industry standard, you go, you. I mean, go do. I I, I hire editors a lot, and I'll I'll get a lot of. Uh, How many of you fired? You don't really fire them because it's co like mostly contract, so you can okay. just you know just, you can just not hire people again. 
Like I only have one or two people that are like legit kind of on salary and have never fired them. But if you go, if you're talking about like, um, like people that are been doing it for a long time, I'll get so many people that send me stuff where it'll be like their videos they're making or have three second, you know, intros at the beginning. And you're like, dude, you just have no clue how the internet works. You're like talented technically, but you just like have no they Some want the credit reel to look great. Destroy you. They want. They're more imposed of how polished the turd is that they have. Of course. And there's you got to start from this the middle. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's imagine doing stand up, and you know when you sit here and it's like a drunk crowd, or you sit here and it's like ah, the crowd's a little older tonight. You're gonna speak a little different pacing. You know what I mean? And there's, you're gonna there's a clutch. You might do a little more premising with one. You know, it, it's just like. It, come, it comes natural to you, right? Like, that's how you respond to an audience. But the internet's the same thing. Like, you can yeah. ignore it if you want, but, like, then don't even put your thing out at that point. Yeah. <laughs> no, you may as well be on horseback yeah. in show business. No, I, I am so... It's so crazy, the idea that people are like, well, the, I, I, this is the way I want to do it. And it was like, you'll have your... I get the, like, message you want to do and the humor you want to do, but, like, the packaging and all that other stuff, it's like... You can be have your well. This is what I want, like, and just have no one look at it if you want to. I, I guess. know I've had arguments <laughs> over that. People, I'm like, well, good luck. You got a yeah. great pile of shit there. Good Yo, luck with that. Every stand up, don't you find that that's the uh, that's the like when kids start doing stand up and uh, me included, everyone starts stand up and they'll be like, no, I'm gonna do it my way. Yeah, and then you find out like you watch them slowly just be like, oh, that doesn't work. <laughs> Like, no. yeah, you're, you go, no, I'm going to do stand-up differently than other people did it. And then just, like, slowly you watch them stop doing that. And it's like watching somebody stand on a 12-foot ladder on the very top of it. It's such a shaky thing. Yeah. And those are like, you should climb down. They're like, no. No. I'm going to do it like this. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be. panic move. I'm going to change the game. Yeah. I, I think this is with everything. It's not just with stand-up. Get Get in the game. Try to get in the game first. Maybe yeah. set up a social media platform and start feeding it and see what gets traction. Yeah, get in the game first is really good yeah. advice. Yeah, if you saw so many people, uh, comics that have uh, been at it for five, six years, I'm like, you've got three pictures on your, any of your media has nothing to do with comedy. Yeah. And you're trying to get booked? Yeah. You have nothing to show for it. And you've given the tools, like, when you, when you, Gave up on, and not even gave up, but when you got to a point where you were tired of pitching shows and uh, to various networks and platforms that you thought would kind of mesh well with what I don't you're doing, I would say that I didn't get tired of it. I just realized that it uh, that it was uh, it, unlikely. Yeah, like you could like when the the last five years when then or whatever I guess seven years probably as of now, mm -hmm. like probably starting in like around 2015, it was just like uh, I had enough meetings and enough things to kind of know that this is not like a smart move for me to be trying to go down this avenue. Yeah, the amount of hours. You're just being like, oh, I'm going to be like a, a white dude trying to pitch like wild sketch comedy shows. In, in Canada? Dude, it, it was just like, there's, <laughs> and I was, in, I was in that system to some yeah. degree, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was just like, there, you know, it's, go, go where you're, I mean, even move into cities. Like you go, where's what I do? Where will it be like the most appreciated? You know what I mean? As opposed to changing what I do to try to fit. And you go, I could just say what I am and what I do is like... Dead mark for me. Yo, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I had yeah, no idea. I've gone to countries and sometimes I've got gravity in places I didn't really anticipate. Yeah. So I always tell the guys, like, <clears throat> if you're a live performer, you want to perform in front of audiences that speak English. A lot of people speak English around the world. 
Why would you limit yourself to Ontario? Of course. When you can go to Ireland. Yeah, because I think while a lot of people don't want to run a business, they want like a job, you know? Yeah. Like a lot of people are in this and they're young. And when they start, they're young and they have that like entrepreneurial energy to some degree. And no then, execution. Yeah, 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 exactly. But then also like entrepreneurial energy also takes a lot of energy. So most, I think a lot of people, as they get older, they're just like, I don't want to run a business. I want to have a job. And that's why like fear to some degree forces them into that position. And a lot of them uh, use their defeats as part of their identity. So they're always constantly complaining and in a misery good because point. they, so, uh, you know, uh, so like this close with what? Again? I was this close. Yeah, again. It's always, <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, I could have had this. Or, you know, you don't want to be L. Bundy. No. With a blown out knee and a You are wife. right. I've actually, that, like, what you're talking about, I do think about that kind of thing a lot. Like, the, if people saw the amount have, of hours that you spend cutting video over the last decade, oh my God. you've probably got five years in a box. Maybe more. Dude. I know it's very possible. It's a lot no more than idea. that. Yeah. You're not. You're fi You're smiling, but I know it. There's sadness in there. It's <laughs> I all like us. This is. I all, like it. Yeah. This is show business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but you're hard. right, though. You would if you choose your narrative of like. Yeah. Oh, I'm victim. Which I've, which I have done. Well, you were in Canada. Yeah, I mean, but when it, you got to New York, they're like, "We don't give a fuck." But daily, it is. I mean, it's it's like a. It's not just a one switch where you go, "Oh, I won't be a victim." Like you, it, no, it's, hard. it's always right. Yeah. yeah, it's so easy to be like, "Oh, this isn't working out." Like, and it's so like you know, I, this is like a from like a be a millionaire book like that I read a long time ago, <laughs> but it was like if every time you think of one thing that. Uh, of why you're a victim, make sure that you then think of one thing for why you are lucky. Yeah. So it's like if you always, if you like trigger your brain, like if you have those two like triggered together and then you catch yourself, just make sure you do both. It's like a good way to get yourself out of that mindset. 100%. But it also takes practice because you're being subjected to yeah. various levels of stress and concern and you have to react to those individually. You can't just come up with a secret formula and go, I'm just not going to be unhappy. I know. There's, you, you have, have to, to assess it. And also, it's extra hard because in entertainment, like, you are a victim. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, you're being fucking in this industry. Mark like, Breslin told you know, me, he you goes, are a victim. there's talent and people who exploit talent. <laughs> yeah. He goes, there's one or the other. And yeah. I, I really nailed it into my head. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, you're one or the other. There's no in between. So if you're in this industry, which is like, you know what? I, like, think about if, if you're a, like a lawyer, right? And you go, I'm like a talented, smart guy, and I want to be like a lawyer. Mm. And you go, okay, so if you go to school, then you go to law school, and you finish the thing, you do all the things to become a lawyer, like mo 90% probably get to become lawyers if they actually decide to. And then you know the ones who kill it make tons of money and the ones who don't kill it make you know 100 120 a year you might have some crappy lawyer job right mm -hmm. whereas in stand-up or any entertainment these fields it's like you do all the things and then 80 percent of people make zero dollars yeah so it's like if you just, just be in general too right uh, yeah uh, uh, uh. so if you just look at like schematically these kind of industries like you do have a bad deal it sucks it's not like a smart decision so if you're looking for ways to kind of 
be like, oh, I've got a bad deal. You have plenty of them. Yeah, they're coming. But it doesn't help. Yeah. No, they, they, you can always count on a bad deal coming. Always, yeah, always. Always. Count on it. You can count on it. Count on it. So you just have to, yeah. So then you kind of, with a, same with like a bad set or a joke not working. I think the actual art form, people know that. So it's like with stand up, you, would, you wouldn't say, oh, that joke didn't work. Oh, like I'm so screwed. But you need to think of all the bad things that'll happen also as part of that. Yeah. Like, oh, my I had this big show and I already booked the flights and it got canceled. Like I was supposed to get this thing and it got canceled. Like I was supposed to do a uh like a, a big podcast that you know I I flew to LA for and then it got canceled like the day before and then like sorry I don't mean to laugh. No, I don't care. You know, no, it's, what, it's no but I it's honestly like a, it's an LA thing though. Of it's course. Like I had I had a plane ticket. I'm not plane ticket. I was in LA. Oh no! Like I got there, and it was kind of like a hassle. I can't cancel something to get. You yeah. know, you do things, yeah. and you're like, okay, this whole thing cost me whatever fifteen. And I just have to, like, I I honestly think I'm somewhat equipped. Like, that's part of the gig. It's, it's yeah, disappointing yeah, yeah, yeah. financially, emotionally, yeah, all levels. We're constantly in a deficit. You gotta be shielded against it to some degree. And that's where the the live entertainment comes in. It actually builds up your immune system for the will to live to carry on for the 99% of the hell. Yeah. You know, do you, do you, this might be a good thing in normal life too, but just to, for anything to sort of yeah. be like, yo, I, it's not that uh, if you go, if you just understand, you go, okay, this job, this like this percentage of bad things are going to happen to me. Then you think of something like that. You go, okay, like that's one. But you go okay, probably next time. That's not going to happen now. <laughs> that would be that would be starting to get mm -hmm. pushing it. Yeah, you just <laughs> I just work from like no matter how bad it is, I'm not married with kids. And then my <laughs> it's a simple one. Yeah, it's a simple base one. At least I'm not just living this yeah. nightmare. I don't have a wife and I don't have kids. That's a very joyful ex place for me to live. Yeah, and uh, we're we're you know. How many of your friends don't have kids? Most of them, to be completely honest, which is kind of funny. Okay. But yeah, most of them. Don't have kids. Yeah, it is. That's because you have no friends outside of comedy. <laughs> or music or just like wild dudes, period, a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's, I think that's part of it. There's only uh, every gener every year you, you'll start to lose some, but the guys that tend to make it past, I think, about 35 tend to stay i could i could but i just i'm not in like a rush but like i, no, I mean don't. you also don't have to be in this industry it's just like a, a different like age uh age to life um average yeah you know especially for dudes but i always think do you know that thing with uh chess that when you kind of screw up a move you have that in your head and it makes you worse at the next move kind of like an interesting thing sometimes with life is to always because it is to think like okay what if i just if i just like took over this body and just started here so then you try to like get rid of all of the things that are in your head that are bad yeah because it does never end like I, if i think of moving to america uh you'd be like okay this would be awesome if i had kind of what i had in right now i think i would have been like that would have been sick yeah and then you have it and the only thing you think is like the same thing about the next thing. Like it's, I guess it's an obvious point, but like my stress levels have gone up, not down with, uh, getting things that I want. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're like, you don't have any addictions. No, no you're not really. addicted to anything. No. Like, uh, uh, 
like what you're very intrusive to people on the streets <laughs> yeah, my i send your stuff off to friends it's fun when friends of mine send my friend's stuff to me like you gotta see this oh nice yeah but uh the amount of risks you take uh with just strangers in new york it can go sour like do you have I any think, horror stories but i think that is just the doing it so much it's probably like someone might say that about you on stage like okay. that was a risk and you were like to exactly. you it felt like that yes to me i've done this a million times okay you know what i mean yeah you're very close yeah, well that people that is a part of like like you know energy of like even if you're doing like sales right yeah. there is like a right way to stand yeah. to sort of you put your toe in their personal space <laughs> and then yeah. you just slowly slide it under them you're like you're kind of hypnotizing and controlling yeah. people with your energy right yeah you're a cobra and i'm sort of like a, a big guy but i'm not like i'm not a scary guy yes so you kind of you it all based it's all based on how you uh how other people see you you know what i mean you're self-aware enough to know where your limitations and boundaries i are. think you couldn't be good at it if you no. if you weren't no. yeah any of this stuff even with tom's mania and crazy he he's very calculated and and uh picked his targets accordingly he's the best some people would get caught in the aftermath um yeah it's fun to see some people really fuck up the entertainment industry a little bit yeah the only difference is with street stuff versus stand-up is that I feel like, you know, comics a lot of times right now have to do content. So they'll be like, oh, I'll do street stuff because that's cr like crowd work and I'll be good at it. But it's different because crowd work you're doing for the audience that's present and street stuff you're doing for the audience that's not present. So I feel like anyone that's good at it, you're actually thinking like an editor, not a, not a, uh, you're not looking for a laugh. And so that you're looking yeah. for a, a different type of laugh that I feel like people's brains don't register. So most people are bad at it for that reason. Well, yeah, as you're filming, you're f making notes. You're th and it's then you're thinking about how I'm going to edit this yeah. while you're talking to them. Because you don't even know. There's no script. You have some bullet points and an idea. But then... You're looking for an improv game to yeah. get them in. Yeah. But it can't be an improv game that they're in on what you're up to completely. You know what I mean? Because then it's... Like, there's nothing... It's gross at that point. You're so straight-faced. I don't understand. Because you're playing dumb. You, you are totally like, can you help me with this situation? And people are like, yeah, we like you, yeah. nice guy. And then you fuck them. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> that's because I like, I, and part of it is in reality, I am fairly smart and quick, but I also am fairly stupid yeah. in a lot of ways. So I am kind of like loopy and and I kind of have probably the same way that a girl that maybe is smart but like hot can convince get things from people by like acting stupid. Yeah, you're blown with big tits. Yeah, you, I'm sometimes <laughs> like it's I'm very easy to convince people that I'm like really stupid because yeah. I like a little bit am. It's the blue so it's eyes. Like kind of true. The, your blue eyes are empty behind. They're like, oh, this autistic yes, boy is really trying to make it go in show business. Yeah, so it's disarming, right? Yeah. Like people when you when you're talking to someone and you're like, this guy's an idiot. Like that's I mean, Ali G was that. He was like, yeah. oh, this this moron like rapper guy. So it's like disarming because you're like, I'm so much smarter than this moron. And in some ways it's like true, but you also can use that energy. Totally. It's all using But if you did that in the weight. crowd, if you're if you're like me if you're messing with the crowd, you have to tell the crowd exactly what's happening so they could laugh. Where all these variables in when you're messing with people on streets and doing pranks and stuff like that, all those variables have to be left 
unclear and that's where like the tension comes from which is like the exact opposite of on stage do you are you must get surprised constantly by what people are responding to in something that you've clearly created a narrative to land in a certain spot but they're all over this side of it and you're like oh. do you know what i'm actually am surprised about is that even now with everyone knows about tiktok everyone knows about you know instagram everyone knows that clips can go viral and yeah. it does surprise me the extent to which your average person and i'm not even talking about like some homeless guy i'm talking about just like a guy in a suit within like three minutes you can get them to be like yeah and then my girlfriend and like talking very personal stuff like i've had things where sometimes i won't release it just because i'm like this is gonna like ruin that person's life <laughs> oh really yeah That's like, nice. you see people never see that side of you no it's but you, tyrant but you'll but yeah like i don't mind like posting when someone says wild stuff but like let's say someone you know has like a big job well, and they're complaining Berg about their boss and stuff i'm like Yo, if I release this, they're bought, I have a big platform. Their boss is going to see it and they're going to get fired. Like, there is things where you're just like, yo, why are you telling me this? Are you crazy? Plus, some of your guests <laughs> feed off of that. And they're yeah. trying to get you to hang yourself with your own rope. Yeah, right. No, I don't want to ruin someone's life, uh, really, no. <laughs> okay, that's where we're different. Ali G was that at the yeah. end. Like, those Borat movies by the end, like, every movie, 10 people, like, got fired from it. Oh, I believe because well, he was getting people to say like racist shit, yeah. and then kind of putting them on blast. And it's like, you know how that shit goes right now. <laughs> oh, what happens? Is there a fussle on the internet? Yeah, dude. Yo, if you if I put out to my following of like a guy saying something like remotely racist that has like a real job, you get a huge backlash. Even if he didn't think that, I mean, I don't know if I would. I mean, like you're basically just at that point, you're basically trying to be like TMZ. You're like, it's like a yeah. gotcha. It's a uh, ambulance it's not, chaser. Yeah, I'm, it's like it's not really funny as much as it is like a gotcha. Yeah, Do you get because I get this in, in, to some degree where the guys. So I, I like the gotchas where it's yeah, like I'm like you. I do the gotcha agree. thing. You're like no 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 no. no. I uh, I only do gotcha. I, I like the gotcha where it's like you kind of made them look stupid or whatever, like something like that, but not in a way that. I don't know. I'm, I'm not trying to like say that I have this crazy moral system on it, but there is like, you know, it's almost like it's you know the that, Canadian in you. It, it, it 1000% is because I've seen this with other yeah. Canadians and yeah. I can see with comedy when someone's Canadian from a mile away and it 1000% is. And I was thinking about this with someone else who does this stuff, but it really, really is. There's this Canadianness in you yeah. that it's like, I don't know if fuck it feels like self something but like maybe kinder I, to some degree yeah i think it's like passive aggressive uh i don't even have the words i went to school in hamilton i need a thesaurus but it's like it's it's like a little more british it's a little more canadian but you're yeah you're just like you are uh looking for it for like a certain type of humor that you want to like release acceptable humor to me yeah acceptable yeah. to me I, i'm like i'm not f I, I mean i put wild shit out there and i do constantly <laughs> but but there's just a, like a, a difference between like let's say you got some girl to like admit that she like cheated on her husband it was like that is like wild but like or vice versa or something like that and she was like drunk and you're just like I don't know if this is That's funny entrapment, though. It, i don't know if it's funny or no. you're just like trying to get a viral moment by 
Like, well, I don't know. those clips. Of- maybe it's not. Maybe it ceases to be comedy at that point, which is why it doesn't. Like, I don't like it or something. Well, it is. It's 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 a uh, it's almost like a America's funniest home video, but it's always rooted in like a malicious hatred <laughs> where people because everybody with a cell phone now is a videographer. Yeah. And so people have gotten huge careers off of single clips. Yeah, maybe that maybe it's that too. It almost feels like hack. There's so much of it on the internet. Yeah, it's overexposed. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I think it's a, whatever. It's a combination of things that makes up your sensibilities. Mm. But yeah, you'll just be kind of editing it and you're just like, I don't know what I don't know for this in. Canada. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be Who a was it recently? There was someone else that I I was watching and I was like, I think this guy's Canadian and then I looked it up and he was and it's like I really feel like I can tell with comedians from a mile away if yeah. they're Canadian from the like Aaron Berg who was just here perfect example of like very very aggressive comedy but it does have this like kindness to it yeah there's some vulnerability something he's clearly focused in certain subject matter purposely to aggravate them to a degree of him going we're all here having a good time I said that to freak you out let's move on I know yeah but there's yeah we have a sense of there's an apology. Norm McDonald too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. Same thing. Like he's in some ways kind of like the biggest bully in the world, but in a lot of ways, he's like doesn't say as mean things as a lot of people. Harlan Williams says terrible things to the audience. Yeah. Mean, but it's Harlan. Yeah. So he's telling you how Why do you think that is? is? What why he uh they love Like him. Americans are more straight shooters. Like they very yeah. are they'll just say it, whereas it's Canadians it's always sort of like a satirical we have a beat vibe. to kind of reflect on it where they're kind of like shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah. You know, where we don't, I think if we had more guns in the country that the, uh, that people would be more, uh, aggressive. I don't know. Maybe we need some guns in Canada. I don't know. What do you think of this whole Texas thing? What's what Texas thing? <laughs> oh, that, just Pierre Pierre being here. Yeah. Now, besides it's 150 degrees outside every day, uh, you've, you're a New Yorker. And you Austin have been, rules, yeah. yeah but you, you clearly must hear, like, the gossip coming from Austin as far as, like, well, Everyone says it's the spot, yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like... If you're an open mic, If I had come up in America, mm. uh, I think that I would be more inclined to kind of move to one of these, like, smaller cities that's a scene. yeah. But because I'm like new to America, I still want to be in Los Angeles or New York for a while. Still, yeah. I want to be like in the thick. I, you know, I like doing the Comedy Cellar and the Stand and these 100%. places. It's like it's not like I, dude, came you, up you in came America from where, Ajax, and you're at the at the biggest entertainment capital in the world. It's yeah, the Ivy League University for stand up comedy from Ajax. Yeah, and I think that it's you kind of hold your position. You want to some degree uh like when you kind of picture your life i'm just like i I felt like there is a chapter that's in like new york and there's a chapter that's in los angeles yeah there is a jazz club yeah it's not sunday it's it's really not just yeah i'm gonna go move and try to just be in austin it just doesn't feel like the like part of the plan for me at this moment if you were 10 years younger like i told every canadian comic if you're under 30 and you have no wife and kids and you're living in Canada, you're an idiot. Of course. Right? Yeah. You're an idiot. The point, the truth is, though, 
And you probably have this conversation with a lot of people. I got a kid standing on my couch from fucking north of Sudbury, for Christ's sake. There you go. He's completely in over his head and doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, and the tr but like the conversation's almost useless because I've noticed that all of the people that would that you go this guy is gonna figure it out <laughs> they'll the, they will and you know they don't need someone to tell them mm. like i i think of you know when i look at some of the guys that are kind of popping off in canada right now like chade arena if you know him yeah yeah black like kid with the afro yeah super funny right and like, like opposed to the white kid with the afro that would be john steinberg <laughs> yeah john steinberg yeah but he goes like i don't know those people was like he, he, doesn't, he doesn't need someone to tell him like you got to go to Canada like he, the, the people that are like overachievers that always kind of win like they know mm. they they're looking at the landscape they're looking for the best move and they're like people are making yeah. that move whereas someone that needs to be like told over and over again I'm telling you you got to go to Canada it's like that person there's no point telling them because they're already like lost you know the people that are gonna do it are gonna do it yeah do you know what I mean? They, the, the person that's going to do it have options. The no, guy, they might. They might want advice on like, do you think I should move to LA or New York? What's the best lawyer? What's the best way to do that? Sure. How hey, do you think I should move now, or do you think I should stay in Canada for a little bit and get better? Like, they might have functional questions, but the actual the, the people that win are always like the type that just does whatever it takes. Yeah, that that was that was it, and they're just like that. You have and they to. would be with whatever I'm from they're doing. Hamilton, Ontario. It's always what it takes constantly you know there was no when you come from working class family and you're chasing the arts and you're complaining about not getting that role in a movie or that opportunity uh -huh. they have no sympathy for that of course <laughs> <laughs> my i'm embarrassed in my hands they used to be uh working class yeah, hands yeah now they look like i play piano and gay bars yeah no, it, no one wants to hear you complain about that. But not only do they not want to, it's it doesn't help because their solution is like, yeah, get a real job. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, telling exactly. people like, oh, you there's fuck. things going on. They're like, yeah, because it's stupid. What are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> so Quit. you almost have to just like, keep yourself. it to yourself. Yeah, yeah, that would help. Some uh, people just flat out told them. To yeah, kill what themselves. you're doing is a bad idea. You yeah. shouldn't be doing it. Go back to medical school. This is not for you. Yeah, so telling people doesn't help at all because mm -hmm. no one's gonna be like, oh, just like you know, hang in there. Everyone's just like, yeah, you shouldn't be doing it. Do you got <laughs> with all the money and time and creativity that you've put into, say, Instagram? Are you? Do you wake up some mornings and go, they might delete me? A little less now. Um, uh, but you when I your lane, you got your lane. Now. I found my lane, yeah. but I also know how they all work. So it's yes, of course, that's like always a huge problem. But um, when I was when I first like popped off on the internet and I was saying really wild stuff, I f it felt more arbitrary. Where I was just like, I felt like ah, I could just get deleted from everything. Where it's now I, that still could happen, but I now know the landscape better because I. I I've done social media and digital a lot before, but not to the extent where I'm like running this media company to the extent where I am now. But now I kind of know the boundaries a little bit more. Yeah, you've grown up with the technology. Yes. So you've been on board since I know what it looks one. like getting yeah. a strike. I know what you should do once you do get it. Uh -huh. I know I have a contact at all these places yeah. now. I kind of... How uh, professional. Yeah, like, so it's still like... Super professional. It's still a huge... Uh, risk it's yeah. the biggest threat to you obviously as like someone who does social media for a living but it's it's less 
you know, I, I always think with like stand-ups, always a good analogy for things, but the reason stand-up or anything is more scary is because you don't, like it is still a, a, th a threat that you have like the worst set ever and you bomb, but you at least like kind of know what that looks like. Yeah. Whereas it's all, of course, it's still a risk, but I kind of know what it looks like. I, I know 30 other people this has happened to and what happened first and what happened second. I know where I am on, okay, I have this channel that has one strike. This account is, okay, they keep shadow banning me, so I'm like, I sleep? probably need to take it easy. Because <laughs> you've always got the big bad wolf at your door. Yeah. So when you're Sucks, sleeping, dude. yeah, you just put your head down and go, oh, fuck, I should have cut that word out. Yeah. It's online? That is another conversation, though. Yeah. You know, when you go, uh, like, you're, you know, no one wants to hear about your problems with your show business problems. Like, no normal person wants to hear any problems about show business. Yeah. You know what I mean? And no, no one really gives a shit about uh, your, you, you uh, oh, they're like shadow banning me. I'm getting, I might get deleted. Like, you might, no one cares. Yeah. So it's like it's imaginary place anyway. Yeah, and, and honest to God, it really is. When they kind of delete people, it's like even your fans act like they care, but, but they'll find someone else to yeah. you know. They'll just you just stop showing up in their algorithm. So it really is <laughs> like and there's, there's so bands much that were on the radio the every day. Yeah, and then they stop putting them on the radio, and you go, oh, what happened to that band? I kind of just stopped hearing them. Yeah. So it, yeah, it is kind of like it is one hundred percent a functional hazard of being in the like saying wild stuff on the internet game. It's like, you know, when you went away, and just, you had that summer off and you came back and some of those kids were killed in a car accident over the summer. Uh -huh. That's what the internet's like. Yeah, where'd that guy go? Yeah, under a bus. I don't see that on guy. On a unicycle. Yeah, what happened to him? He was funny. Uh -huh. Yeah, he doesn't do it anymore. It, it, Stand-up's the hugest of that. Like, hey, remember that guy? What is yeah. Oh, yeah, he moved to, you know, wherever, and he doesn't do Some people anymore. get married and settle down yeah. and have lives, and that's rude. No, it does. But also, and then on top of that, you know the platforms, you know, like, okay, if I'm on TikTok, the number one thing that they're worried, like, I'll get way more censored on straight-up, like, sexual content. Yeah. So you, like, pick your battles, where it's like, okay, do, what's the point of me putting like a blowjob joke on TikTok, right? It's like, no. it's, it, it won't do good. It'll oh, just give me strikes. I can't believe they took me off TikTok for the blowjob. And then, and then on top of that, I would have been famous, but uh, yeah. bah, bah, bah. it's not even like the you're being a pussy. Like, yeah. there is certain things where you go, you know what? If I like take the gas off these certain topics, I'm like kind of being soft because, you know, there's certain topics where it's like, yo, this is like a huge issue. And you're going to weigh in on it. And I, my opinion is the thing you're not supposed to say. Yes. I feel like it's, I do have to do that, but I don't have to put a, you know, a sex joke on a platform that's going to censor a sex joke. So yeah, at least, you don't want to, uh, why just why un a draw unnecessary attention to your good stuff by getting put out for what some reason. Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, you know, things like that, where you go on YouTube, they go, if you have a, a swear, like if you say fuck in the first 30 seconds, that like kills your stuff. You know what I mean? Oh. So if I have a fuck in the first 30 seconds, I'll bleep it. Like, is that me being a pussy? I don't that know. That covers the... But like, you know, what battle am I fighting by like yeah. fighting that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Some people think that that's encroaching on their uh, freedoms, but you don't own the platform. They can make up their own rules. And they do. And they change yeah. them. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's wild. It's a it's a losing battle. I just I mean it maybe gets worse too. So it's all a uh, when was the problem. lane change from the 
like when was you just focused on YouTube? Well, I focus well, on all of them, but I, yeah, I make videos but the first thing for YouTube. Yeah. Was the uh, YouTube videos? Uh, kind of not. No. I mean, I, Instagram. I've built up Facebook pages before. Okay, so yeah. So when I was doing sketches before, like that was when Facebook was hot, but yeah. I didn't own those pages. But I was like going viral like crazy on Facebook, and then when and then I put all my stand up on TikTok, and that like really popped off. Then my, then I had a bunch of videos that were like kind of really popping on Twitter, and Instagram a little bit, while my YouTube was kind of like I was getting you know, hundreds of thousands and millions of views on like TikTok and Twitter. Before, when my YouTube was still like a big hit was 20,000. Yeah. Then I had a couple big YouTube videos. Then it kind of transferred where, to me, that's the most important one, YouTubing and podcasting. Yeah. So that is the one that I focus the most on. But that isn't really like the order wasn't that I popped off on YouTube out of the blue. It kind of popped off secondary. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, with the Facebook pages and stuff, people are like, oh, that's that guy. From yeah, four years ago. Now we're over here, and <laughs> yeah. we're subscribers now. Yeah, yeah. YouTube's probably the best one yeah. out of. I think all the best. It feels like you can post the most aggressive stuff still, even though it's. I put my special out on YouTube. Right. Whereas, like most platforms, I think a lot of that shit would get taken down. You don't think Netflix is going to have me? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's possible. They can. That they is a benefit me. of those platforms. Like, dude. It is kind of an interesting thing. Like there is so much freedom to like, I can say what I want yeah. and you know, there's no one telling me like, yo, these hot button issues you can't talk about in the wrong opinions. Like the way that, you know, the industry is. Look at Schultz. This, yeah, of course. But at the same time, Netflix can say, here's like a gratuitous sex scene. Here's like, you know, a guy yelling slurs if he's that character, like stuff that that would be taken off social media. Like, dude, if like the, like Ali G show, and I know that like Sasha Baron Cohen kind of now is like working with censorship organizations. And is he's, he? Yeah, dude. Did he turn? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if he sees it as turning because he sees it as like probably he was making content to uh, fight racism or that's what he would like probably characterize what he used to do as. But he basically like kind of makes speeches for like the ADL and stuff like that. And then what's the ADL? Like a organization that essentially uh, anti defamation league, but like one of these organizations yeah. that tries to you know get people banned from platforms for saying like you know what they would consider yeah. to be you know it's a mob, uh, they, angry they, mob. Yeah, essentially that's kind of what they are. But they're like a they're a uh, organized you know sector of the mob essentially. Yeah. And then, um, but if if you made like throw the Jew down a well right now and put that on YouTube. And you're like, no, but I'm like making fun of people Parodying. saying that, that, that you couldn't put throw the Jews down a well on TikTok. You couldn't put throw the Jews down a well on YouTube. Like what about my you get space? A strike, Could you put throw the Jews on a well? I, do, I don't, I don't, yeah, maybe that was like the wild West more, but like most was a dude, big thing. Most before. places that would get taken down, but it was on comedy central, yeah. you know? So it's like, you kind of still can put wilder stuff on TV, but they just won't. Because the social media platforms just have AI. What like, is, there's stuff in Quentin Tarantino movies that you just couldn't put on social media platforms. How many more Jackass movies are coming out? <laughs> I hope they keep making is them. Is it just going to be Steve-O with a celery stick in a wheelchair going, push? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I was bummed they didn't put Bam Margera in the last uh, Jackass. Totally. Big controversy. A, a stunt double to uh, any, 
Yeah, they use. I think he's going through a rough time. He's always going through a rough time. <laughs> <laughs> he's the Bamberger is the best. He's a rad skater. He's the goat, dude. Yeah. I love Bamberger. People always say I look like him, but You're not he's bloated. way fatter. That's I don't know. I get it so much, but I don't know why. You look Maybe more the energy like Anne Hayes. I Who's think uh, Ellen's ex-girlfriend, <laughs> the psycho chick. Uh, you got that Anne Hayes. Did you see Steve a lot in Los Angeles? Yeah, I actually did a, a download festival with him. He's great. He's great. Yeah, he's and I great. love his transition from film to comedy to podcast. He's a big YouTuber podcaster yeah. now. Yeah, and he, you know, he was very aware of what the. Uh, social media could bring to further his career of course a lot of the guys haven't been on camera since the last movie where steve-o's been well, very johnny knoxville kind of became a movie star yeah i think on air personalities from that tribe would probably be steve-o steve-o yeah steve-o is like low-key a huge internet star right yeah. now like obviously you can i guess you could say like anyone famous like if russell but that's not actually i'm gonna go back on my own point because there are huge celebrities that like even go you know like sarah silverman's like a big you know big comedy star yeah go look at like her podcast on youtube it's like you know eight thousand people watch it like yeah. you know what i mean and there's like like howie mandel he has a podcast and it's like you go look at thousand yeah and there's like big celebrities that you go this is like a huge a-list celebrity and they have podcasts that you know, 15,000 people listening. And that's with like big guests too. So it is hard. Sort of a different game. And Steve-O did crack it. He has a huge podcast, yeah. a huge YouTube channel with a weekly video. So yeah, he did good it production good. production too. He's very tuned in to- Russell Brand's another guy that does that. Yeah, Russell Brand. Every time I walk away from Russell Brand though, I'm like, oh, fuck, we're awful people doing terrible things. Like he's so poignant and morality is, uh, it's heavy. He's a heavy talker. Yeah, yeah, he's very he's heavy. deep, yeah. It's the stuff that I've seen. Very British. Yeah. That's not really my cup of tea, but I'm just saying the technical part where it's like he went from being a movie star to like Loki, a YouTuber. Like, yeah. I don't think that... I know he backed that, out of Hollywood. Yo, but if you think about that like 10 years ago and you said, yo, you know that big movie star? What's he doing now? You go, he has like a YouTube channel. Like to me, that would be... You go, oh, sorry to hear that. Like that That's would be an a American tough, thing though. That would be a tough... Fuck, but now I don't think it has kind of that same no. stigma. You go, like some of the biggest people in the world are like YouTubers. And not only that, but they have no, uh, uh, some of the radio or uh, audio based personalities, they can go out shopping. No one knows who the fuck they are until they open their voice. I know. Like how many times have you been in, in a, uh, what do you call them, uh, Bordego in New York? Bordega. Bordega. I'm white. Bordogo. Bordogo. Uh, and you say, can I get so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. And someone goes, hey. And now you're immunity. You must, you get people coming huh? up to you. I missed it. From say hearing it again. your voice, do they pick up on you and go, oh, hey, are you that guy? I get people recognize me. Yeah. From your voice specifically or? Oh, no, you're pretty active in New York anyway. But, I mean, what scenario are they just hearing my voice but not seeing my face? They're standing behind <laughs> you at a glory hole. And they're like, is this fucking chick going to come or not? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, that's the director. Yeah. And you going, where are we? Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. What's the vibe? <laughs> Was there? Is there a, a movie? I get, but you know, I do get uh, these days a decent amount of people. It's always funny when, but it's hard to get. It's so hard to get people to come to shows. You know, even if you have like a lot of fans in a city. Yeah, like it is the last thing that converts. Like I do pretty good, but it is, you know, like you can be a pretty have a pretty big following and it's still hard to sell tickets right like it's i mean i think of that as bands like I, there's a lot yeah. of bands that i listen to um the regular where you tell me you go oh they're playing in new york today i go hey, i'm good yeah. but you get that all the time with someone on the street i'll be like dude i'm like your biggest fan i love the podcast blah blah i go i'm playing tonight he goes you should come he goes eh. <laughs> i'll go biggest fan i huh? like you <laughs> i just don't want to be near you i'm glad i can brag to my friends that i bumped into you but stay away from my family <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're yeah. my dirty secret yeah, yeah. I watch your clips <laughs> late at night and my family bangs on the door. What are you yeah. doing? Nothing. But like, I think of that. I go, I don't go to concerts. I listen to a lot of bands. I have a yeah. lot of people that I listen to their podcasts, but I wouldn't come to things. So it's just hard to sell tickets, right? It's a yeah. It's but Asses it's in the seats. If you can do it, you can do it. Yeah. yeah. If you do if you can do it, it's the best. And there's a few places where I saw a lot of tickets and you're like, this is the best business model in the world if you can do it. But what place in the States said seems to be drawn to what uh, do what's is there a, New a York, uh, Los yeah. Angeles, like like New York? I did like a thousand people last time I played. That's like great. Toronto was like around there. Uh, I just did I just did eight hundred tickets in Edmonton last weekend. <sighs> Anything over five hundred's fucking stellar. Yeah, That's but there's hard. still a lot, you know a lot of places I go and I do like a comedy club and I you know it's how many full, comedy clubs but... are sold out three nights a week with nobody that ha with somebody that has zero no not that many people can sell tickets dude like you you like i talked to a lot of comedy club owners yeah. and it's like you'd be surprised like oh chris Catan came out came through here and it was 60, 60 tickets. Yeah, yeah 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 I, i'm not i don't I'm remember specifically his numbers but <laughs> right yeah it's <laughs> no, just fucking probably, impossible dude yeah no it's uh it's very difficult uh podcasters sell the most tickets yes like big podcast sells the most the tickets. last two years of all that isolation and stuff people became super fans of all these comedic voices on various yeah. podcasts and they're now they're finding out they do comedy i it's know kind of, you do comedy stand up we're gonna see it i sell i sell probably as many tickets from my podcast as i do from all my other stuff and i'm like a way bigger you know content creator than i am a podcaster yeah yeah By like no, you like as far as like my sketches like i'm you know, one of the bigger channels, you know, as far as comics goes, but like, yeah, podcast, you're, you're a big podcast, but production not like, compared is to, like, I don't think there's anybody that does the level of production and with much turnover that you do. I do put out a lot of stuff. There's a lot of, a lot of costumes. No one wears <laughs> so makeup. <laughs> it's just wigs. Now you're a lady. No yeah. one changes their voice. I love costumes, dude. <laughs> I, I really do like love oh, that shit. Danny, yeah. I get like, honest to God, hyped about <laughs> dressing up yeah it's not even the dressing up like the actual putting it on as much as like the buying it oh yeah it's like the shopping for costumes like i literally do in like i do like making videos like so i do like like uh building going, characters go, through props and stuff yeah going i like filmmaking i guess would be yeah. the right word but like i enjoy going on peer space and like a lot i'll do this sometimes where i just uh, go through um i'll type in like i'll go to peer space and just type in locations it's a costume store right no this is locations but i'll do it oh. for costumes as well where i look at cost i look at locations and then the a sketch around, around there that, like yeah i've done that where i'll see oh there's a 
a j- oh, there's someone just set up like a jail set that they're renting for like a hundred dollars an hour in New York. I'll go. Okay, I'm gonna do a jail sketch. Shower scenes. Yeah, yeah. I did kind of do like a gay. I haven't released it, but I did like a like a, a guy that went to jail and he's like, uh, first day of jail. Like, how long do you wait till you have to be gay in jail? Yeah, yeah. But some of that I do do that where I go through until and I, somebody decides that you're gay. You don't really have a choice in your. Yeah, yeah. And that's what they chosen. No, the guy was saying he was like, dude, like you don't want to be homophobic in jail, dude. That's we really don't like that. So you gotta some guy with pigtails <laughs> and a hard on. Eat it. Eat my pussy cock. <laughs> I love it, dude. I, I I just like doing a sketch where I could save so much money because a lot of the things I could do so much easier. But I like getting locations. I like getting. Uh, like going through you know amazon and looking at costumes i go to the i'll go i'll go to the costume store for things that i could easily just order on amazon because i like going to the costume store or people trying to put other projects for you to direct not for me to direct but there is a lot of people trying to get me to do this and that yeah involved with lots of different things. yeah they're like well you make it look so easy why can't you do it for me too yeah like it would just be very i would be very expensive so i think a lot of times you're kind of like my my rate is going to be too high for what the value that I think would this would bring you. Yes, like yeah. you're you're kind of like I if I'm putting myself in the other person's shoes, I'm like, what I'm going to not worth it for you. If this won't be worth it for you to hire me for your project, yeah, I've told people that kind of stuff where it's like, look at just figure it out yourself, uh-huh. and uh, you'll have a future in it. Yeah, that's Rather the best than when people. You try and get on my coattail that's super short and it doesn't apply to you. It's not going to work for you. It's not going to, yeah. What you think this is going to bring to you, it won't yeah, work. Yeah, it never does. It's such a custom thing to yourself that people uh, will emulate it and try and copy it, but it always looks flat. Yeah, everyone trying to, yeah. You like, must get the video sent like spiders. People trying well, to remix I, your shit and rewrite it. I get what I used to do though. So I'm the thing is, oh. I used to fucking do this shit. Where I remember sending people my sketches when I was like fucking sixteen, which I now I'm like fuck. I was such a little cringe fucking sixteen year old oh. <laughs> sending everyone my shit. Boomer uh, used to I like, burn DVDs. Oh no, I used to and, do all and of it. Come out and corner celebrities in front of the hotel and ask yeah. them to take his DVD. I was very he was shitting into a bucket or something. Uh huh. And I look back. So when people do that to me, I have a little more um, sympathy. Uh, sympathy for yeah. It's That's like because I did guy. it. Uh, I was that the, guy. The Americans wouldn't have any sympathy, but you're a Canadian. You you're a little more like forgiving. Well, I'm just like, I, how could I possibly be like, yo, you fucking loser when I did it? <laughs> <laughs> like, just be so like hypocritical. I do that. <laughs> yeah. You know, or someone like everyone, you know, someone that like messages you too much to that just like bothers you. And you're just like, dude, don't you have any fucking social awareness? Like to stop, don't send someone 10 messages. But I'm like, fuck, I probably send someone 10 messages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's something about being persistent and blind faith. Know. You know what I mean? I think if we uh, had people, the people that kind of instructed our ventures into the arts, uh, I fought, most of my drive was through what people said I could and could not do. Yeah. And I wasn't even worried. I wasn't even trying to do anything. I just wanted to get through the day, and they're saying you can't. I'm, 
Well, watch this. Of course. Let's do that then. Apparently, that's a hot spot. Let's let's put some gas on that and light it up nice. Yeah. I'm not yelling at white girls in New York City. <laughs> no, you haven't yelled at any girls, have you? Um, yelled at girls. <laughs> Sorry. Have girls yelled at you? Do when I'm doing sketches? Just in the laundry? Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I, I've had some girls yell at me when I was in character and stuff, but a lot yeah. of times it was like, that's what I wanted. Yeah. Yeah, there's some pretty... You know, by the way, you know what? I, kind of another thing that I feel like you'll get that uh, like pertains to the kind of stuff that you do is when you're saying everyone trying to use your like blueprint, because mm. I'm sure you've had that too. Oh, fuck. Is another thing that I feel like the biggest thing that people screw up is there's different blueprints for how popular you are because the like you know like i say a lot of like wild shit and i put out you know wild co content right but like people are paying attention whereas if you're like let's say if i did something and i like to some degree got canceled like there is some like positive to that as well as a negative like at the end of the day you're on the internet trying to attract attention that's the game and attention does leave you vulnerable but if you have like a thousand followers and you're saying like really wild stuff, there's no, not very much utility. Like it's almost like the comic that's just starting and they're doing the like, you know, fucking corpses and, you know, prodding, saying the N word and all this yeah. shit. And you're just like, yo, there's not like, you're not at a spot where anyone's going to care. This is only going to be negative to you. So it's almost like, yo, you need to figure out how to do like a subway joke. Like, but all you know they I mean? need is one interaction and they'll go, that's all I needed. That one fuck you from a stranger. That one negative response to what they were putting out. Yeah. It's crazy. But it's the same with crying. It's like when people, if you're a big <laughs> celebrity and you make a video where you're crying, right? It's like, the, I think that's like obviously the corniest shit. But a lot of people will. John Cena? Yeah, he does shit like that, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't he cry about mistitling uh, a part of the Asia? Yeah, something to do with Asia. And, and then he learned, whole... he said it. Yeah, he yeah. went back and did damage control. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so he, like, legitimately, if you think about it, when people do, like, that kind of stuff, yeah, half people are going to be like, this sucks. And half the people are, you know, pe your people might like it. You know, girls might be like, oh, that's so vulnerable of them. But if you have a thousand <laughs> followers and you're making videos of, yeah. like, crying, it's only gross. Yeah. <laughs> I found uh, there was a guy out of the Maritimes, and it was over a two-and-a-half-hour YouTube confession about how he'd been uh, a part of a religious uh, YouTube channel and he'd made a million dollars and split it all on coke and whores. Nice. And I played that video so many times. It's great. It was... Uh, I get emotional thinking about it because <laughs> this guy... It's my grape lady. <laughs> if he wasn't crying... It was just so great. It was so great. I love it when Christians hang themselves with their own cocks. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's the my pillow guy kind of too. Who's the MyPillow guy? He's this guy. He's got this big company, MyPillow. Uh. And he uh, was like a uh, like a crack guy. And it was uh. like a big drug addict. And then he was like a... Uh, he's trying to start this company. It was like a right-wing pillow company. Okay. And right-wing pillow company. Right-wing pillow company. Like pillows for patriots, right? Yeah. <laughs> and everything else. Oh, he's like a billionaire now. But, really? Uh-huh. It worked. But yeah, pretty, you know, probably had to get all his teeth redone and all that stuff. He was like a crack addict. That's the thing. The These reverse, shysters kind of get their... They're just desserts. Yo, dude, there is so... If I could, you know, do it all again from birth, there is so much money to be made in being Christian. Like, oh, yeah. she, oh my God. 
God. Yeah. It is like, you know, comics that are just like, yo, I'm also Christian. It's like, do those gigs. It is a fucking moneymaker. They got offices Yo, all over being the world. religion, being religious, like is so lucrative. And all the pussy too. <laughs> they do, yeah. They get a lot of hole. You can't take you. Probably, yeah, you get in trouble if you do a lot of it. I guess if you're trying to be. <laughs> yeah, a lot of those guys get in trouble for fucking being yeah. a Christian. But it's crazy. They're, it's so hypocritical. So many times, it is such like. You don't even have to do jokes about being Christian. You just have to kind of be like, oh, also I'm Christian. And then you're like, oh, he's our guy. <laughs> Fuck, it's the best deal. Yeah, you're. I think for me and you, I've the had, boat's passed on that one. Yeah, <laughs> I could be. A, I could have a flip and be a full-on evangelist. Yeah, you could be like a reverse a Sam again. Kinison. It'd be tough, though. Yeah, you're not going to get... Like the, the, I have plastic surgery. Dude, if you can be the Christian comic where like families come to your shows... You are parenting money. Yeah. No, and they're just like, oh, we'd like to make a donation. Yeah, they'll just On give top you of money. The ticket. Yeah. It's weird. All that blood money given to, and then the, the guy, anyway, uh, is he behind me? <laughs> <laughs> my house is draped with pentagrams. Every, isn't that, do you find that like, because everyone's way more religious. Like, I didn't know people that were just like your average guy that was religious, except for like kind of black guys. Mm. Like, now I know a ton of people that are like normal guys that like go to church every Christians, Sunday. Christians, yeah. I think it's, it's like part of so a rehab much more program. Normal here. I think a lot of people choose religion because they don't want to go to AA meetings. Yeah, but I mean, if you go to AA meetings, you still have to be religious kind of too. Exactly. So they just go all in and then there's a community. And anyway, I don't know what they're doing. I have a sticker for you. Noise. I still. <laughs> Is your sticker cabinet? There's some. Um, some of these. You're one guy that has more skull shit than I do, and I have some skull shit. Boomer made fun of me one day. I was had my check bag on his floor. I was crashing at his house at uh, uh, Bathurst and Dupont. Uh, when they live across from the beer store there. Yeah. Casey Corbin still lives there. And um, I was going through my bag. My clothes are all black. And I was baked. And I, because my clothes were all black in the suitcase, I couldn't necessarily see what shirts were what until you open them up and figure them out. Well, he goes, uh, what was it? It was really mean. He said, hey, Chris Angel, you've got enough skulls on. Let's get the fuck out of here. Blah blah blah. Yeah, and it was the only time I wanted to put a knife in his neck because <laughs> he was Angel. right on the money. I was so big, staring at this suitcase full of black. I need more skulls. Trying to find the right skull shirt yeah. for that hot date for a fifty-year-old. <laughs> uh, I do like the skulls. I I just Me too. noticed. I like this. I'm about it. it this knife. My merch line's right. got skeletons involved. Yeah, who doesn't love a good skeleton? I well, you grew up with skateboards. Yeah. What was all, all the Powell boards and stuff were all skulls? Got some couple of skull tattoos. Yeah. I just like old. I just like that pirate know, life, right? Pirate shit. Yeah. I love a good pirate. It looks sick. I always thought that the guy that was missing the leg on the pirate ship would go into the sleeping area and then wake 
the guys up with his stump by fucking them in the ass. You know there <laughs> yeah. was one of those guys, right? You got you must have some pirate jokes, uh pirate like jokes. I think I right? might just have some pirate yeah, you got jokes. Some pirate leg jokes. I'm gonna do uh I'm gonna do some pirate jokes. Red band is uh challenged me with a uh a clean set. Five minutes clean over Christmas for oh, a yeah. holiday special. Uh I'm gonna try and do it. I did used to do clean stuff. I'm sure you can do it. I yeah. can totally do it. But they think that uh I cannot. But um, we're going to go, we're going to leave now. Yeah, let's rip over there. Let's rip over there. Thanks for uh, being on the show, Ryan. Oh, yeah. I appreciate it. And, Thanks uh, for having me, bro. Where can people find you? The Boys Cast with Ryan Long yeah. and uh, at Ryan Long Comedy is all my channels. Wicked. Wicked. Thanks for watching, everybody. We would like to see most of the human race killed off because it is unworthy. It is unworthy of the gift of life. I don't care what society thinks. They're nothing anyway. They're no better than me. Until we hear the safe word, we will not stop. Have you ever thought what it would be like to see a person's head amputated? Think of things so horrible that the human mind cannot imagine them. See all this and more when you see on stage I like being set apart from people. I like to be hated. Safe word with Jason Hurd.